Giuliani. Hello, America. You're listening to the Rudy Giuliani Show, and thank you for tuning in. And happy Halloween. I am, and you, uh, unfortunately, I don't think you can see me, but I am in my Knight Templar outfit. Hopefully, we will put out some things on Twitter, which we are, I think, now encourage, encouraging people to use if the Democrats are all quitting, and all the other things. But I have my sword in my hand, my Knight Templar uniform with the big red cross, and we're going to do battle for truth, justice, in the American way and against all the communists who are trying to take over. I am going to get an assist, which I'm going to tell you about in just one moment. In fact, I'm going to tell you about it right now because I need all the help I can get. As I was coming to the studio dressed as a Knight Templar, I did get a number of applications from people to help me to uh, take back the country, you know, to, to stop the express train to communism, which they feel has pulled in the station under Biden. Biden doesn't know because Biden doesn't know, but other people, you know, know. So I got a number of applications, but I found the right one. Do you know, two blocks away from the station, helping people out, was Superwoman. That's me. That Superwoman. Say hello, Superwoman. Here to help uh, the Knights of Templar here that I'm sitting next to save New York. Now, this particular Knight Templar saved New York when he was mayor, but it's gone way downhill with de Blasio and Adams, so he had to call in Superwoman. I had to call in Superwoman. Now, uh, you know, the part, part of the approach of Hochul and Adams uh, to crime is to not ask for advice from any of those who have uh, done things like Reduce crime in New York by more than any other mayor in history or any other mayor in the United States. Or go to ask advice from the longest uh, uh, reigning uh, police commissioner who had a remarkable record uh, reducing crime, uh, Commissioner Kelly. Uh, which may be the reason why crime is up 30 percent and subway crime is a disaster. But we got a governor who is joining Biden and Fetterman in La La Land. Governor. Play for play, local, get that million bucks to my husband for the stadium. Here she is, off in La La Land with that very, very strong man with a strong background of integrity, Al Sharpton. Let's listen to Hokal Pokal. Governor, these are master manipulators. They have this conspiracy going all across America to try and convince people that in democratic states they're not as safe. Well, guess what? They're also not only election deniers, they're data deniers. The data shows that shootings and murders are down in our state by 15%, even in New York City, down 20% on Long Island, where Lee Zeldin comes from. Well, here's the, here's the truth, Hokal Pokal. First of all, uh, the la- last, year, uh, last year, 17 cities set a record for homicide. Never before in American history has that happened. They all were Democrat cities run by Democrats. You are not only a crook. You're not only intellectually wanting. You're not only trying to get a big stadium deal for your husband and, and, and shaking people down for campaign contributions. But you're the single cause of crime in the city, along with uh, Adams and, and uh, Cuomo. And probably you're the worst. I mean, just today they ran these articles about uh, – about the less is more statute that you signed. And they, they've they got loads of people that were let out of jail because of you, Hokal Pokal. 
who went and beat the living daylights out of people. Yeah, one after the other. Parole, criminals avoid jails despite new arrests, thanks to dangerous New York law reform. Who signed the law reform? Hokal Pokal, pay for play, Kathy. You did. It's called less is more. Uh, th- these are facts, not Democrat lies. There's nobody in the country that doesn't know that the Democrats caused a crime problem in America. Chicago. Chicago's a Republican Republican 50 years. New York has a Republican for 20 years. You know, when New York was Republican, I was the mayor. I remember. For 20 years, New York had no riots until we got a Democratic mayor. I mean, it's, and, and I don't know, I don't know how you can, how you possibly can avoid this, but, uh, go, go tell, um, Go, go tell the uh, New York City uh, uh, guy who got attacked and had his nose broken in the subway yesterday. Yeah, go tell him that this is a Republican conspiracy. Go tell the 45% more victims in the subway this year that this is a Republican conspiracy. Go, go lie to the nine people who were thrown on the tracks. I don't think I ever had more than one or two, ever. That it's a Republican conspiracy. Yeah, who signed these laws, Hokal Pokal? You did. Who put these people back out on the street or beat the living daylights out of people? Loose syringes, drops, drugs are hurting pets in the village. You're hurting dogs. You're even bad for dogs, Hokal Pokal. <laughs> I mean, it's really ridiculous. It's really ridiculous that you are claiming that this is a this is this is part of what you said in the debate that's going to lose the election for you. Where uh, why does Zeldin make crime so important? He does because you are leading New York City directly back to where it used to be before Republicans straightened it out. And not only that, here's the proof in the pudding. More people are fleeing you, Hochul, than any governor in America. More people are running away from you, you crook, than any governor in America. Because they know you don't even know. You don't even want to protect them. You don't even want to protect them. All you care about is the money for that stadium. All you care about is the $300 million you got from the people that you let charge us two and three times more. That's not crooked. That's because Democrats have defined away crooked. So, what do you think of Zeldin's chances, Superwoman? Well, I think he's doing great, and there's a lot of momentum. The people can speak. The people can make a difference. You can't complain. You have great candidates here in New York. Not only Zeldin for governor, Joe Pinion for U.S. Senator. He won that debate against Schumer. Schumer did everything wrong, everything he's done for 42 years. And then he he votes and pushes bills that added to this inflation. Uh, and, and now it's going to get worse before it can possibly get better. Like it's time for a change. Schumer, Schumer, Schumer yep. sold out New York a long time ago to be majority leader. Right. He has, he has, has, from, from the day he got uh, the ambition to be majority leader, he basically has taken positions that just destroy New York. Well, what, and, and if he were a good senator, how could New York be in this position? 
We're uh, the high, uh, one of the two highest tax states in the country. We've got the biggest debt. We've got some of the highest unemployment in the country. And most importantly, we have the biggest exiting in the country. Right. So this is a guy who's presided over people le- leaving New York, yeah. and he's one of the prime reasons for it. And the only reason that Joe Pinion isn't ahead of him by 10 points is the crooked press. Yeah, that's right. The press is not covering this fantastic candidate, a minority candidate, who's who's got the guts to go not only against the Democrats, but even Republicans, if Republicans aren't doing the right thing for America. Democrat Democrat Governors Association is starting to spend in New York. Haven't done that in 20 years because they're scared out of their minds. <laughs> they are scared out of their minds. I think we should have a big party if if uh, Republicans win in this state. That means there's hope. Or if right? they lose, maybe there's we should have hope. a funeral. It, we, we, we're going to have to have a funeral. Well, I was out saving lives, you know, as Superwoman often does, and I wanted to come to the famous Rudy Giuliani show because I have some updates for your people. So people might not know Superwoman belongs to the medical community, and I've been really disenfranchised because we have not been following the research and the data to date. At least the elites have not. Finally, the Florida Surgeon General, Dr. Joseph Latipo, brilliant man, not afraid, not beholden to any pharmaceutical company, looked at data within Florida. So he looked at between 18 and 39, get this, Mayor Giuliani, 84% death rate among those 18 to 39 within seven days of receiving the mRNA. What? Uh, I'm sorry. Thank you for stopping me there. It's 84% cardiac related injuries and or deaths. I got you. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, no. But but I mean, that's still a a crushing number. So he is following the UK and following Sweden and recommending nobody under the age of 40 get this vaccination. So. Which isn't really a vaccine. Now, you know, if you if you posted that on Twitter a few days ago. They'd probably suspend your account. Or they shadow ban you. They they yeah. make you feel no, no, like no, you're they're... getting information to the people, but then it really does it's not shown to anybody. I wonder what I wonder what would happen now. I wonder if I don't know. Well, I'm gonna it, tell could, you, it, Amy, could it be that fast of a difference? Amy Klobuchar is already worried that Twitter may turn and be a free speech organ again <laughs> because she's complaining about it. She didn't complain about Twitter when it knocked off the president of the United States. I mean, didn't 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 complain about Twitter when it knocked off hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people yeah. for ridiculous things and kept Ben Laden on, yeah. and, you know, or, or not Ben Laden, but did they have Ben Laden on? I think they did at one they point. They had, and they still have. It was the time they took off President oh, they Trump, have, yeah, Ayatollah. Yeah, and I said the President of the United States is no longer on Twitter, but the Ayatollah of the evil Ayatollah, empire right, right. of Iran is on there, and he so, calls so death to all Americans. Amy on Meet the Press, which is really you know Meet the Democrat, is um, is saying that. Uh, She's very worried that Elon Musk basically will make it fair. I mean, it may actually, gosh almighty, it might be fair. I saw a tweet from Pete Hegseth um, from Fox and Friends, and he said he just got back on Twitter, and already he's seeing a a difference, and all of a sudden he's got followers back. Was he shut up? I think he was suspended for some reason or other. Yeah, what did he say? He probably yeah. said, "I love America." Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> well, that would be that would be excessive nationalism. Yeah. And um, 
When we come back, we're going to talk about the uh, – we'll talk about the Pelosi incident. And uh, let, let it be clear, we, we wish him well, and we hope, he, uh, we hope he recovers fully, which it looks like he is. Absolutely. And we think that violence is completely out of touch and out of place on any of these things. But uh, now to the Democrats. Stop politicizing this. This guy was – there's no proof this guy was a MAGA guy except your lying faces. Now we're going to get into that. We'll be right back. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Knight. I'm an honorary knight commander of the British Empire. And I'll explain it to you later exactly how that happened. But in any event, I am sort of a knight. And I do have another sword that was given to me at that time. But I have this nice sword here that will allow me to fight for truth, justice, and the American way. And for your way of life, which I've been fighting for for a long time, which is why the Democrats are trying to destroy me. And because I know more about them than anybody. <laughs> I know the Biden family backwards and forwards. And I'm ready for the RICO case anytime they want to challenge me. But it's getting very exciting for Republicans. Listen to some of the I'll just run a couple of these by you really uh, fast. Liberal Rhode Island could send a Republican to the House of Representatives. That's Alan Fung. He's within distance of, of, of winning in Rhode Island, which is. Democrat, 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 Democrat. And uh, there is in New, New Hampshire, a and, and a superwoman knows quite a bit about New Hampshire, and she's been up there actually uh, campaigning for one of these camps, maybe both of them. So one article says that uh, Don Bulldog is now uh, being uh, embraced by Republicans you know, who thought maybe he was too Trump. Rick Scott went there and said that... Um, Rick Scott, who I helped elect, I should tell you. He's a guy who's a true patriot. He served his country. He believes he cares. That's true. He was a general of the Army. Successful successful general and uh, a patriot. And how defamed was he? By by Hagen Haben Haben what's her name? Uh, Hassan Maggie oh, ha- Hassan. Oh, Hassan, hundred percent. Biden you, voting. You, you probably notice this because you're really into politics. Every single Democrat, I swear, got talking points. They were told, "Don't show up to hundred percent of the debates. Try to wait as long as you can. Avoid any of the real issues the people care about, like economy, uh, crime, and say the same things." If <laughs> I've been in several different states recently in. In every commercial from a Dem against a Republican says they're going to put you in jail if you have an They've abortion. Been doing this for years, yeah, right? it's all talking points. The charges against Biden yeah. were debunked. Yeah, the hard drive is Russian disinformation. Yeah. But General Bulldog is a good man. He'll serve New Hampshire well. And don't forget, senators have an impact on the country. And what about Carolyn Levitt? Oh, Carolyn who is the next one here? Levitt, Congressional District One. 24 years old, I believe. If she wins, she'll be the youngest in Congress. Yes. Uh, and you to, know, but, you know, to follow in the footsteps of Ocasio-Cortez, Stefanik. Yeah. What's we it, we are electing. We are electing. Young, yeah. too. We're, and, and, and they have a Democrat up who's almost her age, uh, Maxwell Alejandro Frost in Florida. So, I mean, this is uh, the, the Gen Z people. Good. I'm it should happy be mixed. for it. We need a mixture of people from so different generations. Tell us a little about Caroline Levitt, who's ext- I'm going to tell you, extremely impressive. Oh, in her short time, like you're wondering, what kind of career life experience could this woman have? But she's worked on the Elise Stefanik campaign. She's worked with on Trump campaign. So she's done a variety of things. But she's a common sense person. And Pappas is a sellout. 
And Pappas is, like I said, they're left doing wing, left, totally left, left wing. wing. Total com- left wing. You could wing. call it a communist record. Who could have voted during the time during the pandemic for $9 trillion worth of, yeah, with all they, of they, the bills? They, they, they caused this inflation. All these people voted for the inflation trifecta. We just yeah. had lunch with a noted economist. Who says it's just a joke that this is in Biden's inflation? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you have to be well, you this, have to be stupid, yeah. ignorant, and illiterate not to real, uh, realize that. And she vote and Hassan and Pappas, big supporters of the inflation trifecta, yep. spelling, uh, spending another nine yeah, or ten same trillion. Same with Annie Custer in the second district. In oh, that may be losing too. Maybe which so. This is thought. kind of exciting because New Hampshire had a redistricting where you think congressional district one favored Republicans and district two is going to favor the Dems and uh, Robert Burns, the opponent, the Republican uh, opponent, is neck and neck, and she's running from the people. We've seen pictures of Maggie Hassan, Annie Custer, Chris Pappas right. in the state. They won't allow any questions you know, from the you people. Know, there's going to be a picture. They of, usher them into their there's car. Gonna be, there's going to be a picture of the Knight Templar and Superwoman chasing him out of New Hampshire. Amen. Uh, well, we're going to be back uh, right afterwards, and we're going to get to uh, the the Pelosi situation after that. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Oh, and, uh, you know, this attack on Pelosi's husband was uh, really horrible, and it should not have happened. But uh, before we start calling names about MAGA extremists, MAGA this, MAGA that, uh, there are a lot of reports that this guy had a lot of opinions the other way as well. For example, neighbors described DePop as homeless with a politics that had been until recently left-wing. He was, uh, they, according to a quote from a, 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 a neighbor, what I know about the family is that they're very radical activists. They seem very left. They're all about Black Lives Matter, gay pride, but they're very detached from uh, reality. And I've heard nothing about him being a MAGA extremist except from lying uh, Demo- De- uh, Democrats. I, I mean, I haven't. Maybe there is something about it, but uh, there is... It's hard for me to think of one, you know, that has this kind of description. But we have uh, with us the terrific, wonderful Greg Kelly, who precedes me and whose show I love to see on Newsmax every night. Mr. Mayor, thank you. Listen, I'm, I'm really calling with questions for you because I have the criminal complaint from the U.S. District Court. Now, it was put out a few minutes ago. By the Department of Justice in Washington, D.C., not the U.S. attorney in San Francisco. I guess my first question to you is, is that significant? To me, it makes it suspect right off the bat. Why wouldn't the U.S. attorney handle this in California? Why is the why is DOJ headquarters doing it? They're trying to make it an attack on Pelosi, on her. Very good. And a big question. How is the House of the Third uh, in line of the presidency? It doesn't it has no security. No security cameras even. How about this, Mr. Mayor? Uh, It's written up by an FBI agent whose name, I believe, is uh, uh, Stephanie Miner. And she's been an FBI agent by her own description since 2019, which seems to me fairly green. But uh, is that unusual? Yeah. I mean, this is a I mean, this is the biggest case in the country right now. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. January 6th is the biggest. This is the second biggest case in the country now. I'm getting a lot more attention, by the way, than the shooting of Scalise uh, by someone who was clearly and without any question 
a avid supporter of Bernie Sanders. Uh, this guy uh, look, has has uh, indications both ways: Black Lives Matter, uh, gay gay and lesbian movement. Uh, he's an he's a nudist activist. He walks around in his shorts. Uh, his wife says he's a left winger. His neighbors say he's a left winger. I don't know. And Mr. Mayor, so on page three, uh, two things. Number one, there seems to be a typo <laughs> on, on a document of this significance. I find that odd. Um, they also say the police knock on the door. When the door was opened, Pelosi and DePape were both holding a hammer with one hand, and DePape had his other hand holding on to Pelosi's forearm. Pelosi greeted the officers. The officers asked them what was going on. DePape responded that everything was good. Officers then asked Pelosi and DePape to drop the hammer. Now, a couple of things leap out at me. Number one, Pelosi greeted the officers. I just find that to be kind of incredible. Greeted the officers uh, while he was fighting for the hammer? Well, they don't actually say that they were struggling. They were both holding on to the hammer. Well, this is inconsistent no with the police chief's original statement, which I have in front of me. Uh, chief Bill Scott says the door was opened by someone inside, but he did not provide the identity of the person who opened the door. So when the officers arrived and knocked on the front door of the residence this morning, the door was opened by someone inside. And the officers observed through the open door Mr. Pelosi and the suspect inside the entryway of the home. So he clearly was referring to a third person originally. That's true. And that's what that's he the said chief, that's Friday the night. Ch- that's the chief of police. That's a quote, a direct quote from him. Well, I, this this does not contradict that because they say when the door was opened, they don't say by who. They just say the door was opened. Why are they um, being why? I mean, why are they being? Wouldn't you? I mean, by now. Would you identify this? Who is this person? I would agree. And also, I just find it incredible that Pelosi greeted the officers. Welcome to my home. Excuse me, officers. And I'm going to go yeah. I'm going to go battle it out with a, with a hammer with this guy. Excuse me while I go battle it out with a hammer with this guy. I would imagine that you would start, you know, if you have been abducted and the police show up, I believe you would start screaming and Yelling for help immediately. I, I think I'd run right through them. <laughs> I'd run in their arms. <laughs> and oh, by the way, the police tell them to drop the hammer. Pelosi drops the hammer, but then gets beaten up by the hammer. I don't know if that was good advice. I no, mean, but no, no. Wait. But that, that would suggest the police thought it was a, a um, sort of a uh, an altercation, as opposed to. Remember, there was this ambiguity about he first says he doesn't know him, then he says he's a friend. And it's a wellness call, not a a strict 911 call. So, I mean, if you thought two friends were fighting, you just might say, come on, stop it, guys. But instead, instead what you had was an assailant and a victim. But I'm not sure the cops knew that at that point. Because it would be be weird. It'd be weird if they had an assailant and a victim that they would say, drop the hammer because the hammer is going to end up in the victim's head. I'm, I'm honestly not sure if we do have an assailant and a victim at this point. We may have – I don't know what we have. I know we don't have a MAGA extremist. Uh, MAGA, well, I, I've never, that, unless it's the only MAGA extremist that walks around with no clothes on, supports Black Lives Matter, is a nudist activist, and hates Jesus Christ, as well as being anti-Semitic. I would I, I would never met one like that. agree with you. I never met However, one like that before. <laughs> right. 
on on page five, they try to make this guy out to be some sort of MAGA extremist. Uh, they say that uh, his his intent was to kneecap her, and for the whole world to see it. Let me let me put it to you this way: This is from the information. Yep. The Pape stated that he was going to hold Nancy hostage and talk to her. If Nancy were to tell the Pape the truth, he would let her go, and if she lied, he was going to break her kneecaps. The Pape was certain that Nancy would not have told the truth. In the course of the interview, the Pape articulated he viewed Nancy as the leader of the pack of lies told by the Democratic Party. The Pape also later explained that by breaking Nancy's kneecaps, she would then have to be wheeled into Congress and would show other members of Congress there were consequences to actions. The Pape also explained generally that he wanted to use Nancy to lure another individual to to Pape. And then he says he says something about the founding fathers, and you can ah. De Pape remembered thinking there was no way the police were going to forget about the phone call. De Pape explained that he did not leave after Pelosi's call to 911 because, much like the American founding fathers with the British, he was fighting against tyranny without the option of surrender. De Pape reiterated this sentiment elsewhere in the interview. So they are trying to make this guy out to be some sort of extremist guy with potentially magus MAGA sympathies, but Mr. Mayor, I don't buy it. I don't this is buy a nut it. job. This is a complete, absolute San Francisco nut job who is into the whole San Francisco movement. And whether he's whether he's on this kick right now, and you know, two weeks ago he was uh, he was uh, uh, hating Jesus Christ, and two weeks before that, hating Jewish people. Uh, basically, everyone you interview says he's psychotic, and then his neighbors thought he was left wing. So, I, I mean, and for them to try to do that is disgusting. It really is. When you consider, we, I mean, nobody paid that much attention to Scalise's attack with regard to the clear bias of the guy who did it. I mean, we, we, this is a problem on all sides for everyone. And to try to make it on one side is just outrageous. It's outrageous. I, I tell you, Mark, uh, uh, Mr. Mayor, there's something. Um... I got it. There's something very strange going on here. You know it. I know it. Yeah, I, thing, until the third person's identified, uh, this thing has got to be like a big question mark. Who is this third person? And, wh- and why did the third person not help uh, uh, Pelosi? This is two-on-one. I mean, the guy the guy didn't look like uh, Mr. Muscles. I mean, he's a drug addict, among other things. He's all, it's also alleged po- – well, no, let's, that I know. That's on record. There are a couple other things alleged about him we got to check out. But this is not Mr. Muscles, you know, who's going to – so it would be interesting. So was it a man? Was it a man? Was it a woman? Was it a big man? A big woman? I don't know. Relevant. Mr. Mayor, I got to run. Uh, thank you so much. Thank for you, Greg. A great, great show all the time. You know, I love it. Okay. <laughs> this guy is terrific, you, by the way. Maybe he could be a future. What do you think, Superwoman? Has this guy ran for mayor, governor, something like that? I would support Greg Kelly. Yeah, you know, man. we need bold people. The reason you were so successful, Mayor Giuliani, because you were bold. You didn't say, well, I'm hoping I'm going to have a commission. Oh, I'm going to have a commission to decide what to do about crime. You you knew you were you were oh, the yeah, I needed third a commission after, after person in the Justice Department. You knew what to do. You came in with a plan. No, I love I, I love how the Times uh, gives all these ideas to Brad and everyone else. You know, I had these ideas 10 years ago with the Attorney General's Task Force on Violent Crime. I was yeah. ahead of that. Yeah. Every, yeah. Broken Windows Theory was 11 years old for me. I heard I, Bratton was an alcoholic. No, 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 don't say that. <laughs> Take it back.
Uh, I I take back what I heard. Take it back. I take it back. I, 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 you, you, you apologize for it. I apologize okay, for it. Good. Okay. That's not right. That's not right. Okay. So now, so now let's um, let's go through a few more. Now that we've uh, and, and we're raising these as questions. I don't I don't know what happened to Paul Pelosi. I don't know what happened to Paul Pelosi. And uh, I would have to say it's not as clear as people say. And there's stuff that Republicans are the ones who incite. The single biggest words of incitement in the last three years have come from the majority leader of the United States Senate, the guy who got his backside whipped last night by a first, second-time candidate and a brilliant, a brilliant, brilliant guy. Come on, you're our candidate, Joe Pinion. Joe Pinion. Let's let's uh, let's go to uh, let's go to the single most uh, 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 I would say insightful, meaning inciting violence remark that actually did incite a protest. Ah, Mr. Schumer. What cut number? Oh, the cut number. Uh, let's see. Sorry, guys. All right. So it's uh, da, 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 da. you will all it's remember cut, this. Uh, uh, cut number thirteen. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. Yeah, that's threatening. That's threatening behavior of a U.S. senator towards two Supreme Court members. Yeah, which led to uh, which led to demonstrations in front of his home, threatening him, and it led to a uh, a plan to kill him uh, that was thwarted. Uh, it it uh, the demonstrations in front of the justices' homes are clearly illegal. The Justice Department avoided doing anything about it. So stop this. Republicans incite violence. Well, uh, well what about what about uh, Waters? My God, she every other day. She, I mean. The, con- yeah. the congresswoman in the in the middle of yeah. the of the of the Rittenhouse trial at the end of it, uh, basically she said to be loud, go to the streets. Go to, go to the street. If there's a verdict against us, go to the streets. And prior to that, another famous quote: She's standing there saying, "Get up in the face of Republicans. If they're at a restaurant, you get in their face." And every single person who called for that I know of on tape who's called for an attack on the Capitol, burning the Capitol, is not in jail. No, Madonna. Madonna famously, I have dreams of I blew up the Capitol. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about I'm talking about Epps. I'm talking about who wanted to, you know, enter the Capitol. Oh, the I'm FBI talking about, agents? Uh, and I'm talking about Sullivan ones? who wanted it burned, wanted the yeah, Capitol burned. Yeah, no. You the know, the FBI. best, on a very, very serious note, the best, best documentary, and we don't know all the truth, right? We don't know Nancy Pelosi's role in it. We don't know what, you know, we don't know a lot of things. But the best documentary to date with the information we have is Epic Times, E-P-O-C-H, documentary on January 6th. Let's take some callers Let's go to Dave. Let's go to Dave. Dave in Los Angeles. Dave. What are you hearing, Dave? On Halloween. Dave, you're there, babes. No, Dave. Okay, we're gonna yeah, run out. Oh, oh, there you are, Dave. Is. Good. I, I didn't want to miss you. How you doing, Dave? Quick, quick, quick. We got uh, two minutes. Based on what Greg Kelly said and what he read, let me just say that entire stuff is made up. 
I believe that he was an invited guest by Paul Pelosi. <gasps> uh, and, and and so now they got to make up this whole story that the guy was there to attack Nancy Pelosi. That is the biggest bunch of nonsense. They can't even keep their lies straight. I'm here to tell everybody listening that report that Greg Red's a bunch of made-up nonsense to try to turn people. I'm surprised I didn't say he was wearing a Trump 2024 shirt. <laughs> well, so far they haven't come up with a MAGA thing among his. They do have Black Lives Matter uh, sign. They've got an LBGQT sign. They've got um, uh, him being a nudist activist, whatever that is. Uh, and also uh, he's described as a pretty serious addict by, by neighbors, as well as a left winger. He's described as a left winger by, by neighbors. So maybe he's a lot of things. Maybe he's crazy. How about that? Maybe he's a lot of things, and he's crazy. But, you know, they're dying to stay. I have not heard yet that he had any MAGA literature, that he ever went to a rally, or any of that stuff. And he doesn't fit the profile. of aren't too many MAGA San Francisco people walking around in their underwear. What's your, what's your final comment, Dave? Well, you know, the guy breaks in. Nancy's not even there. You didn't have a weapon. You think you're going to break into Nancy Pelosi's house. You should have a weapon on you. How did he get there? Then when Paul says, gee, let me go to the bathroom. Okay, Paul, go to the bathroom. You can climb out the window. Maybe you have a gun. He was there. He was, if he was with, with restraints to restrain somebody, you don't let them go take a bathroom break. The whole <laughs> thing doesn't make any sense It doesn't make sense. In, in how in the beginning they were admitting there was a third person in the yeah, house. What happened now, to the third person? Now that third person has disappeared. He's in the wind. But, it, but they have, if you read the complaint carefully, they've left an opening for a third person. They haven't, like, said there was no third person. So it must be an interesting third person. I'll just leave it at that. Well, thank you for that call, Dave. We love uh, the people of L.A. We don't like your government, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, L.A.'s a beautiful place uh, with a socialist, communist government, city, and state. So we'll be back with the mayor's final words in a moment. The mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. It's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani with the Mayor's Final Thoughts. Of course, brought to you by uh, Tunnel to Towers, the organization that is without uh, a peer. Uh, The reality is uh, Tunnel to Towers is there for the wounded officer, military or civilian, and uh, and if it, those wounds and, and, and are catastrophic, they're going to build a house so that those people can have maximum independence. And they're there for those who lose their life in the line of duty to take care of the family. And tragically, that's happening more and more. And now uh, for, for the mayor's final words. Uh, this is Halloween. And I, I hope all the children have a wonderful time this Halloween. When I was a child, which was back in uh, the colonial days... Uh, we used to trick or treat, and uh, it was always so safe. And now uh, you got to worry again. We had gotten it back to safe. I did with three police commissioners, including Bratton and uh, and Safer and uh, Bernie Carrick, all of whom made uh, fa- fabulous contributions under my leadership. That's just the way it worked. But all of us owe it to the NYPD. All of it owe it to the organization my four uncles were members of, and one of them was decorated three times for bringing people down from the Brooklyn Bridge. And uh, so my, my final words today are, for the sake of our police officers, 
and their safety and their lives. Vote Republican. The Democrat Party has become a pro-criminal, anti-police political party. They are trying to uh, fix it now, but they're having a hard time. Look at Hochul. Hochul should be out there trying to pretend she's law enforcement. can't even do it. She gets caught by uh, Zeldin, beat the hell out of her in the debate when when she said, why, why do you think it's so important that you know people go to jail? Well, because the city and the state are getting the hell kicked out of them, Hochul, under you. Rochester set a record for murder last year under you. While you're trying to figure out how to, how to squeeze the stadium for money for your husband's uh, concession company, her husband is part of the concession company that's going to stand to make millions from the new stadium. And they put him in there uh, when she was she put they put him in there when he left the government, when she you know had something to say in Buffalo, and now has a lot to say in Albany. Uh, looks uh, fishy as Albany, <laughs> and she's fishy as Albany. So th- these are important elections. I don't mean to concentrate just on New York. I wanted to cover more of them, but we will over the succeeding. But it, th- this is the year the Democrats have to be sent a message. A very, very clear message. Uh, we can't take this anymore. We can't. There, there's not much left. I mean, you're, you're killing our economy. You're lying about it. You're not going to fix it if you lie about it. I mean, when, when, when you deny that there's inflation, or you say something like Pelosi said that, you know, it really isn't inflation. It's just that the cost of living has gone up. I mean, uh, I can be sympathetic with her about the attack on her husband, but I can also say that's one of the most ridiculous statements ever made, which might indicate that they, they you know, I've never thought the Democrats understood the economy. I never did. And we'll have a lot more to talk about. Uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow. Happy Halloween. Happy Eve of All Saints Day. God bless America. And thank you, Superwoman, for protecting our city and country and the American way. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani.